If you've ever been rejected, just turned aside, cast out, forgotten about, maybe abandoned, neglected, or lied to, maybe you've been betrayed in the process of a business deal or a relationship, rejected. It's really a hard thing to get past, and it's nearly impossible to not take it personal. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I want you to know as a leader, there's this strange, vicious cycle that happens. And leaders are, I would say, equally guilty of it as anybody else. But in addition to that, they are, well, they're more influential in the cycle because of the influence they have as a leader. Here's what I mean. It tends to be that those of us who have experienced rejection, and I have early in life with a stepfather who was abusive and a father who you know, basically disappeared from my life around four or five, and I didn't find him until I was late in my teenage years, and we're still working to rebuild a relationship. The, the sense of rejection that goes along with that is that subconscious thing in your mind that says, well, what's wrong with me? Well, what's wrong with me? Well, what's wrong with me? And that question never really dies. You just find different ways to smash it on the head. And honestly, especially in deep, intimate relationships and in business relationships, it becomes like a game of whack-a-mole. You, you think you've smashed the idea of rejection in this area, in self-worth, in education, in economics, how much money you make, and what kind of car you drive, and that kind of stuff. And as you feel like you've met the challenges in, in one area, it pops up in another. And that's what's wrong with me becomes our own internal dialogue, a system of belief that we have a really hard time getting past. But the real challenge as a leader is that the weight of your influence gets in the back of that question. And so rather than deal with the question internally, sometimes we project the question on others, meaning we see them and think to ourselves, they're already asking what's wrong with you. They're already thinking, <clears throat> I'm going to have to get rid of this one. And so we approach many relationships, again, business, personal, intimate, family, new contacts. We kind of self-sabotage them because even if the other person's not asking the question, we're still asking the question, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't anybody want to be around me? Why don't they like me? Why don't they approve of me? And eventually, that becomes a big chip on the shoulder. And so we go into every relationship asking the question, when are they going to reject me? When are they going to deny me? When are they going to turn their back on me? When are they going to betray me? And as a result of that series of questions in our subconscious mind, we don't ask those out loud, of course, because that'd just be weird. But in the back of our mind, we're asking that question, and it's like we're living our entire life just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Which means never really do we get deeply engaged in a relationship of any sort. We have a real hard time letting go of our own inhibitions, letting go of our own frailties, our own mistakes. And we have a hard time just accepting others at face value when they say, I like you. I want to do business with you. I want to be around you. I want to hang out with you. We always question, what are they setting us up for? Because 
deep down inside, we have a hard time believing that we're worthy. That self-worth can destroy you. It can destroy every relationship around you. It can destroy your business opportunities. It can ultimately destroy your destiny. And if you don't learn to get a hold of that rejection and wring its own neck, then that rejection is going to get a hold of you and your relationships and wring yours. It's not a turnabout of fair play. This is whack-a-mole with a big giant hammer that's all, that hits all the spots at one time. You've got to learn to deal with rejection. And then next, you've got to learn to say, not only am I going to refuse to believe that other people are going to reject me, so I reject them first. I'm not going to do that as a leader. But I'm also not going to reject those people, even the ones that I can see, they're already coming to me, expecting me to reject them. No, I'm going to find a way to accept them. Because the influence you have has the ability to break that cycle in their life as well. To receive them, to accept them unconditionally, to help them distinguish the difference between their self-worth and their bad behavior choices. If you, as a leader, can help them to pick those things out, I think you'll find a way to pick them out of your own life as well and be able to separate what you've done from who you are, where you've been from who you be. And when you can begin to do that, you can break the cycle of rejection in your own life and begin to help break it in the life of others. And trust me, there's nothing more satisfying and fulfilling than being in a relationship where you are mutually accepting of the other person, even with all of the flaws. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. team. If attitude is going to have a deep impact on your business and bottom line, make it a positive attitude with a positive impact. Visit jlaurenorris.com slash attitude